Hey everybody, I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Hey everybody, we have got an exciting topic today. I'm going to throw it out to Clay, hit him with it hard. Um, this one, we're going to talk about opening lines. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to talk about why they're so important. And we're going to break down some really great opening lines from songs and talk about wh- why they work so well, why, why those songs kind of become hits or classics that have those titles. So you ready? What's your, just before you read off your list, what's your all-time favorite opening line? I think it may be this one. He was wiping motor oil off her dipstick. She was pulling on a hair that got caught in her lipstick. <laughs> That's from a, a Diamond Rio song called Two Pump Texaco. Mine would have to be, if I was had to choose one, she put him out like the burning end of a midnight cigarette. Yeah. And and not just because, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into making a great opening line, but all the inner rhymes, she put them out like the burn in end of a midnight cigarette. Yeah. Like it's all these these rhymes internal in that. And it's just a beautiful opening line. It's like, whoa, what's what's this song about? Well, let's break that one down, actually, because what okay. I want to do. Um, so what do you think it is about that title that draws people in? Uh, there's so much. First of all, like I said, being a music-oriented person, for me, I look, I just hear the ear candy first. She put them out like the burning end of a midnight cigarette. It just rolls off the tongue. It's musical. But then the second thing is I take in the lyric and I go, okay, what the hell is this story about? Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty, I mean, you just, it's visual. Mm-hmm. So it's got that going. She put them out like the burning end of, so you know she broke his heart probably. But you're not sure how or why or yeah. You did know. she kill him? Did she, <laughs> yeah. How did she put him yeah. out? You know. Did yeah. She did she rub him out? Kick him out? <laughs> yeah. She. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it makes you want to know who these people are. Like, well, who is she and who is he? Yeah. You know, I I can't imagine someone hearing that opening line and going, oh, I don't want to hear the rest. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just a line. You hear it and you go, Oh, wow! I've got. I mean, I can see that visual. I can smell potentially that cigarette and and I want to know what's happening between these two people. And that's what a great opening line the one that I share with you too about the two pump Texaco was like he uh, was wiping motor oil off her dipstick she was pulling on her hair they got caught in her lipstick. You can see this happening and yeah. in that one line they tell you okay this woman is at a, a full service gas station where he's checking her oil. And checking her something, out. And checking her out. <laughs> and something, it's its kind of an old-timey setting somehow because there's not many of those gas stations anymore. Yeah. So it's probably a small town. Um, she's bored. She's picking on a hair and her lipstick while he's doing this. And so in that one line, they tell you a wealth of information that really sets a scene for the song but, but makes you want to hear more. Yeah. So um, I'm going to read you some other examples. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in its in his hand. Yeah, you're not going to stump me on this. Uh, woo, werewolves <laughs> of London. I, try, I knew I wouldn't go stump you. <laughs> what, why does that song make you want to hear more? Honestly, when that song comes in, as a listener, I 
the music is so infectious and fun that for me, that opening line could almost be anything and I would still be into it. But since it's such a great opening line and it's fun, it just makes me, it just pulls me in, you know, it matches the music for me. It has the same tonality and the same attitude as the music. Yeah. A lot of these titles that I, um, I Googled best opening lines of songs and, and one of the common denominators in these songs is that a lot of times they use quirky words. Word, oh, okay. Words that you're not used to hearing in a song. And so where you're not used to hearing werewolves in a song. Yeah. You're not used to hearing Chinese menu, <laughs> you know. So it hits on a number of things, and it's this one's just particularly Our weird. Dipstick in the last song. Dipstick. Or, and you're and even in the first example, you're not used to hearing she put him out, you know, like mm-hmm. the burning in of a midnight cigarette. Yeah. That's that whole thought is just a quirky you know thought absolutely here's another one for you and you may not know this this one might stump you Theodosia writes me a letter every day oh I know this song it's musical theater yeah Hamilton yeah yeah yep Hamilton the song wait for it what what do you think it is about that song that pulls people in about that line okay right away I want to know who the Theodosia, is that how you say uh-huh. it? What that character, who is this? And why are they writing? But all these examples, the words have a rhythm and a flow and they feel good to me, you know? And that, you're setting the whole tone for that song. So if your rhythmic flow is not happening, you've you've busted it. Then on top of that, you build on that, the meaning, the intrigue, um, I want to know why they're writing every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What? That's who dedication. That's, that's some dedication every day. It, it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes you go, who is Theodosia and why is she writing a letter every day? What do these letters say? You know, as a listener, yeah. you want to know. Um, there must and be. And that's, that, that's another point that your opening line should not give away the whole story. Mm-hmm. I've seen songs where the opening line tells you the whole idea of, the whole entire story. Yeah. And you'll notice in these opening lines, it's like they're dangling a carrot in mm-hmm. front of you. Like a great verse for me is you tell people just enough to make them want to hear the next line. Absolutely. And if you tell them too much in the first couple of lines, they're not going to keep listening. Yeah. So I want to give them just a little bit more info each line to keep them listening. And all these opening lines are great at that. They, they pique your interest and... I want to know what's next. Yeah, the the second common denominator I found in, in these opening lines was they leave something purposely vague or unknown. Right. So there's a question in the listener's mind of like, okay, what's going on? So I, let me give you a couple more. Uh, there must be some kind of way out of here, said the Joker to the thief. Must be. Um, yeah, that's um, Jimi Hendrix. Bob Dylan. Oh, well, maybe he's saying Jimmy, all along the Watchtower. Jimmy okay. Hendrix covered it, yeah. Gotcha. And so, yeah, it must be some kind of way out of here. <laughs> um, that's the Bob Dylan version. But uh-huh. you're right. Bob wrote it. I'm a songwriter. I should remember that Bob wrote it. <laughs> but Jimmy's the one that made it famous for me. Gotcha. Yeah. But what about that line makes you want to hear more? I mean, 
Well, you keep asking me, what is it that... <laughs> this is my show. Um, I'm the one with paper. That means I'm the supervisor. You're official. <laughs> That's right. You know, I think it, again, there's some quirky, you're not used to hearing about a joker or yeah. a, and a thief. It's and, a quirky and, word. Yeah. yeah. It's quirky word. Um, I want to know where is here. You know, there must be some way out of here. So I'm going, okay, where is here? Yeah. And why do you want to get in out? the letter example? It was like, okay, what's in the letters? You know? So it, again, it's that question that the singer is making the listener it's, have. Yeah, exactly. And that's the key. So many aspiring writers, when I critique their work, they pose a question. They ask a question. The key here is you are tricking the listener into asking the question. Right. You're leading the listener to a leading, question. Yeah, we won't say tricking. That sounds mm -hmm. manipulative. <laughs> that's true, that's <laughs> You're right. leading the listener into, and that's crucial. If you can get the listener to ask the question for you, um, I mean, whether you're talking any kind of motivation and you're a football coach or anything, that's a great strategy. Exactly. Let me read you a couple more. Um, obviously, one of the biggest songs of all time, a long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. Yeah, the day the music died. Yeah, well, American Pie. Yeah. Yeah. So what about that one uh, causes you to want to hear more? Same thing. I, it's just the opening to the story a long, long time ago. I mean, that's classic fairy tale. It's like, <laughs> yeah, with that, with that line, he's bringing in like nostalgia. Okay, something happened a yes. long time ago. But then I think it's interestingly the, enough, the word that is what is so interesting about this. I still remember how that music used to make yes. me smile. So the listener's going, what music? Tell me. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, goes on. Um, Hello, is there anybody in there? Song Comfortably Numb. In where? Yeah. Is the question. Maybe, maybe he's in there and he's thinking there must be some way out of here. Here's another, a little bit of different example. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. Yeah. The listener's going to go. Nine Inch Nails. Do you? Yeah. Johnny Cash and Nine Inch Nails. Johnny, but the, the listener's going to go, well, do you still feel? You know, I, you got to tell me more. Um, I have a mansion. Forget the price. Ain't never been there. They tell me it's nice. Yeah. Maserati does 185. Uh -huh. Again, quirky word. They took not, my license, and now I can't drive. Yeah, quirky, you, know, you know, and the interesting thing, too, and we see this mistake when we're critiquing songs a lot, is most of those opening lines don't have the title words in the opening line. Mm -hmm. You know, because and I've seen that, you know, if the song's like, you broke my heart. So many times I'll see songs that put heart in the first line. Mm -hmm. I don't think my heart can take it, you know, or whatever. You might you might have a different line, but you use the, you know, and to me, that's just I'm not saying you can't ever do it, but it really spoils the punch. How, you know, we were talking in another episode about how you like a title to really hit hard. And that's a if you use one of your words in your title, in your verse, it just kind of sucks some of the power out of it when it hits in the chorus. Usually, not always, but usually. Yeah. Um, we won't discuss all these. Let me just read you a few more. Um, like a bird on the wire, like a drunk in a midnight choir, I've tried in my way to be free. Again, quirky words. It's like... It puts you into a story like... Mm -hmm. 
a drunk in a midnight choir. Yeah. Like I can just see that, you yeah. know. Hey, you've probably been that, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I've lived that. <laughs> uh, um, here's another one. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. I go, well, the birds and the sun know, but I don't know. Well, yeah. So tell me, how do you feel? You know, that kind of <laughs> Obviously, thing. Obviously, everyone else knows. But exactly. Everybody but me is, is in on the secret, you know. Um, if you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. Again, it's like, okay, where's the galaxy, you know? And who <laughs> who are these people that are talking, you know? So, I mean, I think one thing to think about with your opening lines is is that that's your first shot to get somebody to listen, you know, to keep listening to this song. And yeah. if it's something like this with interesting words or interesting concept, um, people are going to want to hear more. They're going to have questions that you're going to hopefully answer later on in the song. Yeah, let's let's talk more about that in just a second. First, I want to mention Sweetwater, our sponsor. They've been with us from the beginning. Great company. I get all my gear from Sweetwater. Check out the liner notes for songtown.com. Check them out. We'd love to have you part of Songtown. We we didn't really talk about the ultimate reason why opening lines are important. Yes, you want the audi- you want to pull the audience in, and that's important. But so many times, like we're doing a class now called Write for Recording Artists, and we bring in recording artists, they talk to the class, and then the class of 100 and so people go off and try to write a, an idea that the artist is going to like. Nine times out of the 10, the ideas that artists have chosen in these classes have been songs that had interesting titles. Mm-hmm. They're not choosing I Love You, Baby. Yeah. You know, they're choosing songs. Um, one was, I'm just trying to think, Brandon Davis, an artist, um, recorded a song from that class, Jesus and Jesse James. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I want to know who Jesus and Jesse James are, you know? So we... Wait, you don't know who Jesus and Jesse James are? I want to know the contrast, why we don't know who they represent to the singer and why he's singing it. Gotcha. I thought you meant you did not know who Jesus or Jesse James were. Yes. So I'm getting in a roundabout way talking about opening lines. (laughs) So these titles pull the artist in. But if that first line, when they listen to the song, if you're pitching a song to an artist, they go for the title, that next line is the opening line. If that line doesn't catch them, I don't think you have a shot. I mean, you know how many times we've sat in A&R meetings playing songs for label heads, for producers, for artists, and they hear the first couple lines and then they turn it off because it didn't grab them. Yeah. You know, so that's the ultimate reason is you've got to have an interesting idea, but you've got to pull the artist or the producer or the label person. You've got to pull them in with that opening line before it ever even gets to the public. Yeah. You know, it yeah. has to be, get by those people. I was in an A&R meeting one time and the A&R person uh, was one of the writers on Strawberry Wine. So he's a great songwriter <laughs> himself. And he turned on, it was back in the days of cassettes. 
So he turned on my cassette and he he played it through the intro and the first line and turned it off and threw the cassette back to me and said, I've heard that a million times. Yeah. And that's all he heard. He didn't, I mean, I could have had a brilliant bridge, but he's never going to get there because it bored him in the beginning, you know? And I think we've, we've talked about this before in classes that we teach that the three most important spots in a song are, and not in this order, but your title, your setup line for your title and your opening line. Yeah. And so, you know, what we want to encourage you to do is spend some time on those opening lines. Don't just go with the first thing you think of. And, you know, we talk a lot about being conversational. Most of those titles were conversational, but they were interesting. Right. You know, they the only the werewolf was so far-fetched that you go, okay, that's just completely made up. You know, and people, when we talk about conversational lyrics and how important they are, people always bring up... Well, listen to this Taylor Swift verse. It has inter- some interesting words, but you feel like she's talking to you. Yeah. They're very, very conversational. Yeah. And that's the trick is learning to write conversationally, but interesting at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Check out the show notes. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.